That's crazy. That is so fucking weird. Hi. <clears throat> What's another, up? Another episode. <laughs> yeah. It's only been a year. Like, literally, it's been a year. Yeah, holy shit, man. Yeah. Um. So, for anyone who's tuning back, uh, we just kind of just stopped podcasting for a while. We were both life, you know, me with school and work. And Simon, you had all these projects going on at once. And Yeah. It was just a lot, so we decided to stop with no warning to all of you, so I apologize. Yeah. But now that we just have free time and it's fun, we're like, fuck it, let's plug the mics back in and see how yeah. it goes. Yeah, you that's, know? that's the approach this time. Like, last time we felt like we both took it, well, you, you didn't take it too seriously, and then I took it way too seriously. It was kind of how we went about it. It was, yeah. Like, I was like, man, I feel like we took it both pretty equally in the beginning, and then yeah. we were like... We were struggling with the identity of the podcast, and mm. that's what broke things off where it was just like, it was like, I feel like we need to talk about these topics that are so concerning. But it was like, bro, the whole world, my whole thing was like, the whole world's fucked, so let's just talk about bullshit, you know? And, and I mean, to a certain aspect, it's like, yeah, we should touch on important things, but I feel like we were like so counter to each other yeah. at the time. But it still wasn't a bad ending. It was just like, I think now we should, like, we didn't stop being friends or anything. Mm-hmm. For people wondering. But it was just like, I feel like now it was the best time to just take a break. And we did. And it was nice, honestly. It was a nice little break. It helped us just think. And I got Grow a lot better. And at, shit too. Yeah, I got a lot better at cutting hair. Yeah. Check out my uh, my Instagram. It's um, L Faded, E L L Faded. And you can see my cuts on there. So come get yeah. cut by me. Did we if talk you're about in Michigan that or Ohio. when we were recording previous episodes that you were going to barber school? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I was going to barber school at the time, but. <clears throat> I wasn't really doing too much, but now I'm just, I mean, I'm almost done. I'm done in May. Yeah, you weren't cutting hair back then. You no. You were still learning uh-uh. and just practicing and everything. I was barely cutting. I think I cut Jack a couple of times, and that was mm-hmm. it. But now I'm, I mean, I just did three yeah. haircuts today before I came here. <clears throat> you guys definitely go check out his fucking haircuts, because they are good. Now. Yeah, we're getting there. Appreciate good. you. Good. Yeah. Like, I never had a barber as a kid. Well, my dad was my barber. Yeah. He'd right, just give yeah. us buzz cuts, and that was it. But, um, Painful, so, too. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I would always go to... You remember when we went to Lady Jane's? Yes, yeah, bro. Oh they put God. your boobs in your face and shit? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> That's when we started growing our hair out, I yeah, think. Especially we were, like, nearing the, like, the the end of puberty still. And it's like, yeah, dude, we were like sexy sophomore older year. women. And it's like, <sighs> whoa. And they're just touching your hair. It's a beautiful thing. Dude, yeah, it was crazy. It was. But, yeah, like, so... The, that was the place I always went to get my hair cut. I never went to an official barber. I did for a bit. This guy that I knew through uh, musicals that I was doing, um, he did a great job, <clears throat> but I didn't like the haircuts I was getting too much. But now having you mm-hmm. doing haircuts anytime I need a haircut or anytime any other friends need a haircut, like I will only ever get my haircut by you now yeah. because I've experienced haircuts from a professional barber. There is such a big difference, mm-hmm. like noticing like all the attention to detail that you're like telling me you're doing as you're going along. Oh my along. god, yeah, you, I mean, like, you have thinking, to know all the anatomy mm-hmm. of the face, you know, of the head, my bone structure. Yeah, because you have to know you don't want to go past the occipital bone when you're doing a bald fade. It's like so many things that people don't realize, and a lot of barbers today don't actually have their license. Like most barbers who cut, they just 
are unlicensed barbers. Really? And it doesn't mean that they're bad barbers. It just means that they don't necessarily know all the tips and tricks to like, there's a calic here. Instead of cutting it too short or too long, here's how you thin it. You know what I mean? Things right. like that that normal people who don't go to school wouldn't think of. Because, right. I mean, it's 1,800 hours in the state of Michigan to get your license. Which is more than it takes to become a cop, by the way. So just yeah, put how that much in is perspective. It? I remember that stat. Do you know how many hours is it to, to become a cop? A cop? Um, let me check. Yeah, I remember hearing that. It was low. Back in like 2021, I was like, what the fuck? You kidding me? Yeah. You I need was... to spend more time in school to learn how to cut hair, which I mean, it, understandably, I mean, it's a fucking. It's a hard job. Hard job. I mean, we don't carry a gun. Yeah. So. You're not responsible for the lives yeah, of cops the only need Yeah, cops only need 737 hours. That's, it's 1,800 geez. hours for me. That's, that's just two barely years. over two, half. I'm, I'm in, so that's 18 months nonstop of schooling for that's me. That's crazy. That's crazy. So They definitely need yeah. more schooling. Oh, my God, yeah. That's, that's crazy, so fucked. Dude. We have a kid that actually just started working um, at the coffee shop who's going to become a cop. So, yeah. So I was just like, I was like, man, I don't want a cop working here, man. You know, but Wait, he's, so he's, he's becoming cool. a cop while he goes and learns barbering? No, no, no. In, my, in the coffee shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's working at the coffee shop, and um, he's becoming a cop, but he seems like a pretty nice guy. He doesn't seem like very power, like, control, mm-hmm. just, like, based on, like, what I've seen of him in the shop. Like, he's not, like, always trying to take charge of doing things, but yeah, you never know, man, because I feel like anytime someone's like, oh, I want to be a cop, I'm always like, why? <laughs> What's the reason? First of all, everyone hates you. I mean, unless you just want power, that's usually what it is to me, so it's like, why are you going to become this cop in this it's like almost becoming a nazi today like it's like you know what guys i just decided i'm just gonna go do what everyone hates yeah i mean i think it's because there's still like perception and like based on the community you grow up in like being a cop you're the protector of the community it's how a lot of other people view it it's just very community based and so it's probably people like thinking that they want to be good um stewards of of their like neighborhood and their 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 little section of society and help them out but it's just when you're when you're in a system where i mean i don't know much about like the policing system i should learn more about it but the one thing for certain is the quotas and everything like that <laughs> little vape break yeah <laughs> but the quotas it's like if you're encouraged to catch people just regular citizens that aren't killing people and doing horrible things mm-hmm. or just doing stupid things that hurt society for everybody else if you're like trying to hit a quota for like pulling people over and giving them speeding tickets you're nobody likes that nobody cares about that right. and it takes it takes the attention away that these people could be putting towards like putting criminals in prison people that are going mm-hmm. and killing people and shit like that and m- murdering and fucking robbing them like i know a guy <clears throat> um he's a friend of my sister's and he when he and his girlfriend went into a gas station one night and then they came out and some dude with a fucking machete just came up to him. Oh my God. Yeah. You told me about this. Yeah. And he, he like cut his ear. Like his ear was like almost hanging off. Just like, those are the people that you need to, the cops for. Yeah. You need the cops for that. Yeah. Not, not to pull people over and give them speeding tickets because they have nothing else to do. And because that's where, you know, they're getting, well, look at what happened to me. I don't, I don't don't even want to touch on that in this public format, but that sucked. Like, that was terrifying. At yeah. 1.30 a.m. too, and I have, like, three cops over there, two cops on me, like, just getting, it was just a very uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. And not even being like, oh, I'm, I feel threatened. It was just so out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't even know what was going on. They're like, well, listen, you got to get out of the car. I'm like, why am, am I being detained? They're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're being detained. <laughs> you have no I'm idea like, what's going what? on. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, they put me in cuffs, put me in the back of the car. I'm like, bro, what is going on? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, man, that sucked. Yeah. Like, the way I'm looking at it with cops 
imagining the ideal society with cops because cops definitely like I think if you're logically thinking about shit, if you have an organized society that functions based off of rules and keeping things in semi-order and keeping people pretty chill, then you do need to have some sort of force that gets rid of the bad people and yeah. helps them learn, which, I mean, you could arg- even argue that that the prison systems and stuff don't even do a good job of that. There could definitely be other ways that well, we... Well, look at fucking our vice president, Nancy... Or, not Nancy Pelosi. That bitch. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh... Kamala Harris, Harris, yeah, yeah. whatever her name is. I don't even care. But she kept people in jail past their prison date for free labor. Yeah, I heard about that. She did that that forever. And and she also locked people up for minor amounts of weed and kept them in prison. And Mm. then she went on to say that she's pro-weed and she did it in college. I'm like, okay, you hypocrite, then put yourself in jail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like imagining a proper society that functions with a good police force. Like the way I'd imagine it is if you get pulled over or a cop comes up to you or something, you don't feel fucking terrified. You're yeah. just like, Oh, uh, the cop, let's have a fun little conversation with him because yeah. he's the person that keeps us all safe. Remember and- when me and you were fucking coming back from the movies and we had a lot of <laughs> contraband in the car and then the cop came out behind us and Oh my God, dude. Like we literally started just shitting bricks. We were like, just started throwing everything around. And then he <laughs> went around us and pulled over the Audi. And we were like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. dude, it was so fucking scary. I was freaking in the yeah. Fiat to the little-ass car, I think. Oh, yeah, that was so oh bad. My God, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was fun, though. Yeah. Like- oh, did you see that Disney um, laid off, like, 7,000 workers? But now... Didn't they... Yeah, didn't they get a... Bring back some... some- the guy that they had before the most recent like CEO of Disney, like I, they fired him and then brought some new guy in, and now they brought a new guy back in. Yeah, that was from before, but because he's more of a businessman, so now they're trying to focus on okay, we're losing a fuck ton of money. How the yeah. fuck do we bring money in? This is not good. Well, I mean, that's just the whole thing. Is like now it's basically about it's just like Apple. Um, their stock dropped when they when they came out with the iPhone four, and that's when Apple became more about not innovating the next best phone and making it better or mm. their products better they were more about hedge funds and how they're able to make more money off of hedge funds and their stock completely and that's kind of where every company's going especially disney that's why they're laying off so many people but they did announce that they're making a toy story 5 which is like why the last one they literally said was the last one like they said it was the final toy story and i was like okay i'll go see it and it was pretty good for the final one but now they're making a fifth they're making inside out 2 Jesus. Which I'm not, like, too upset about. And then the one that I was actually kind of hype about is they're making Zootopia 2. And I like that movie. And <laughs> that, that was bunny, a good movie, bro, yeah. bad. Bad as hell. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's, it's weird, but, yeah, that bunny had to have been, like, the most sexualized character. Dude, literally, for no reason. Existence. It was Well, I mean, because they made her thick. They did make her thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah, they're like, how do we make animals human-like without sexualizing them? Like, we can't. <laughs> First of all, you give her a fur tail that she just thrown around in everyone's face. You yeah, know. you just can't you can't ignore it. Yeah, bro, she pulled a lion. Yeah. Get out of here. What other bunny you know pulling lions? It's fucking crazy. It is crazy. But I saw that and I was like, man, that and the Toy Story thing pissed me the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, because it's one thing I want to say is like with with like you said, I don't know, but you said Inside Out, they're coming up with another one, and then Zootopia. Like those are those are like pretty recent. Movies. Yeah, but Toy Story so if they, five. Yeah, if bro? they continue those, that's that makes sense because they yeah. established this new story, this new mm-hmm. world, and now they are still more room to build off of. But when you're going back to old franchises that are tied up neatly with a bow. They're already done. People enjoyed them while they were there, and people have moved on, and now they want new stories. Bringing back old stories and just keep on dragging it on so you can milk this 
milk the money from the franchise as much as you can. And not only it's that, crazy. you're getting the children who grew up on Toy Story in the 90s who are now going to see the new movie along with their kids or just people who don't even have kids. So it's a more – it's like you're trying to get people more excited about from the past. Mm-hmm. But I but think it's it just, just going to completely work. fail. And it's like Tom Hanks, isn't that dude dead already? Like, God damn. If not, <laughs> can someone kill him? Like, I'm so sick and tired yeah, of hearing that guy. He's in a lot of movies. Ugh, I hate Tom Hanks. I don't care who you are. That dude's creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Go check out his Instagram. <laughs> and tell me he's not creepy. God, that dude's weird. Yeah, it's like with, with Jurassic Park. Like, I remember, because Jurassic Park, as you know, was my favorite fucking franchise as a kid. I loved the fuck out of it. I dreamt of dinosaurs all the time. Like, my cousin Isaac, he's like, he, he's, he's definitely moved away from it, but he was super into science and chemistry mm-hmm. and plants and just a ton of interesting science stuff. So we were younger. We would, like, have conversations of, like, Isaac. Like, I would come up to him. Like, we're fucking, like, six years old. I'm like, Isaac, how do I – How if I could, how do I bring back dinosaurs? <laughs> Did you see we're bringing back the dodo bird and the woolly mammoth? The woolly mammoth, yeah. The dodo bird, why? Yeah, but um, um, we would have conversations about that because I was just so – in. I was so into fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. And so I remember when the first Jurassic World came out, I was like, dude, Yeah. Fuck yeah, they're it was good it back. too. It wasn't it was, bad. It was decent. Okay, yeah, oh, the story was wasn't decent. the best, but it wasn't bad, and it was cool because it was Chris Pratt, and he was like the yeah. fucking shit. He's a bee's knees. Yeah, Everyone loves he that is. guy. He, yeah. Um. So like, I was super hyped for that, but then they just kept on making more, and they kept on dragging it along yeah, more and more, no and then the story writing was just became super lazy, mm-hmm. and now it ruins the idea because you have so many people who grew up with <laughs> this franchise of Jurassic Park, and they loved it, and then it tied up. It was tied up neatly with the bow. It was a good franchise that was made. You hit me up about the new one, and you were like, dude. Oh, my. Yeah. It was horrible. I mean. Yeah. You were like, this is not. Yeah. Don't even. Well, okay. Actually, while I'm on the topic of movies, I'm here to boycott you people on Netflix. Do me a favor and go dislike that fucking movie. Because I could see what they were trying to do with that movie. Have you watched it yet? No, I still have to watch it. (sighs) Yeah. Watch it just to fucking talk shit about it with me. Yeah. Because the whole movie is literally, first of all, they bash Jewish people. Like, bash the Holocaust for no reason. Because it's like it's like a Jewish family and like a black family and like like they're almost like married getting married into each other because like the the son and the daughter, you know, are in a relationship. The whole movie is basically just coming up for every reason why white and black people can't exist or like exist in a relationship in all of our differences. It's like focusing on everything that makes us different instead of everything that brings us together. And it's like the complete backwards agenda. And in the end, whatever, I'm going to spoil it. Spoiler alert. In the end, they end up like together or whatever, but it wasn't even a satisfying ending. And it was like, okay, so all this hate was for nothing. Like, why would you hate on each other and your whole community for no reason? It pissed me off, dude. That movie made me so mad. Oh, I brought it up in the shop today. I'm like, who watched you people yet? And, like, Jared, he was like, oh, yeah, me and my girl watched it. I'm like, what would you think about it? He's like, bro, it made me hate Eddie Murphy. I'm like, swear to God, me too. Like, and one thing that made me mad about Eddie Murphy, he was one of the best comedians around, okay? Mm-hmm. His stand-up comedy was amazing. He went out and apologized for his jokes in the past because they're insensitive today. <laughs> like, bro, all the comedians nowadays are trying to bring back the, like, no-filter comedy. Mm-hmm. And you're over here as one of the greatest of all times, like, basically saying that you shouldn't have said those things, that made your career. Bro, shut up. Just because you said the F word a couple of times, like, doesn't mean you should go back and apologize for everything you've done just because one community is mad at you. And not even one community, five people probably. Like, no one cares. Mm -hmm. It's like the same thing with Dave Chappelle. Like, this dude's not going back on anything, and it's not even negative. Like, it's not affecting him in a negative way at all. 
mm-hmm. because of the fact that Netflix is still supporting him. I still he tons still gets support. of people that love to watch his stand up. Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a good person. If you've watched his monologues, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And it's just upsetting. Like this whole new ideology just pisses me the fuck mm-hmm. off. And that movie really makes me mad. Like I it was a struggle. I'm disappointed in everyone who was in that movie. Jonah Hill, all of them. The writing was awful. The acting wasn't even that good. Ugh, fuck that movie. Yeah, acting was probably not good just because you're given a script like that. And, like, imagine well, imagine, you're, imagine you're an actor and you're trying to make it and you get this fucking contract from, from Netflix and they're like, hey, we're doing this movie. We kind of want you to play this role. You obviously are going to take the role because you're an actor, so you want to get your name out. If you're in this Netflix original film, that's probably going to be a big hit Huge, because it's yeah, about most of them are. culture and race and all of that shit. Then you're going to be taking that role. But it also doesn't change the fact that you're going to have your own emotions about what your own emotions and thoughts about what you're doing. So if you read that script as an actor and you internally believe, like I, I still have to watch the movie, so I don't know for certain, but just from what from what you've been saying, like it sounds incredibly divisive. And so you being an, an actor, you're still fucking human. You're going to read that script and you're going to potentially feel like, man, I mean, I have to do this movie. Yeah. But also at the same time, I don't like this script. I don't like what it's going to be well, doing and that's to the people. Thing too. And a so lot that of makes these... it hard for you to do, to perform, to, to do a believable acting experience because you have this, this disconnection with the script. But that's the thing, too, is that I could imagine where you're coming from when it comes to, like, small actors who are trying to make it. But when it comes to Jonah Hill and Eddie fucking Murphy... It, they, a foot should have been put down in certain areas. Certain yeah. scenes were like, re- it was horrible. They, they were like compared slavery to the Holocaust like five times in the movie, which was like, why are you comparing the two in the first place? They're, They're both different horrible. Different fucking things. And yeah. Horrible. And yeah. they were like, well, more people died in the Holocaust. And it's like, well, blah, blah, blah. It's like a it's dick like, measuring bro, contest over how many mental illnesses you have. I oh have my depression God, anxiety. Oh, yeah. I have depression anxiety. Dude, and I OCD. worked with this Suck fucking person. I'm not even, I'm not going to drop no names. But I worked with this person and they like, just were self-diagnosing themselves with everything. And then they're like, I, and I went DD, to my doctor DID. and she said I was right about this, 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 this. I have chronic depression. I have severe anxiety. I also have crippling this. I'm like, cool. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're at work. You seem fine to me. Like, it's just like, this shit is just so annoying. Mm-hmm. And I understand people who actually need to be medicated for certain things. But the whole, so many doctors are pillow pushers nowadays. And people don't realize that your doctor doesn't always want what's best for you. And the thing is, is that a lot of doctors make money off of the pharmacy or the pharmaceutical pills that they push because of the pharmaceutical companies. They go and they sell these medicines to doctors. That's how it works. So I'll come to you. Private businesses. I'll come to you. And well, not even that. Having your own doctor, like your own doctor office, like your family doctor, Mm -hmm. that's their own business in itself. So you have a pharmaceutical rep come to you and tell you, we have this new medication for migraines. This is why it's good. There's a few negative side effects, but we're going to take care of you. We're going to give you money. You're going to get a percentage for every amount of this that you push out. So any person that comes to you and they're like, man, I'm really experiencing bad migraines or this. It's like, oh, here's a medicine for that. Take this. Mm -hmm. They're getting money off of that. It's the same thing with the opioid crisis. The pharmaceutical reps are going around and pushing Oxycontin for migraines and for shoulder aches when that's only for like severe injury or surgery. And that's why we had all these people addicted to opioids. And then from there, it was a heroin ap- epidemic because people couldn't afford the pills anymore because they were so expensive. And they turned to heroin because it's the closest thing. And that's mm-hmm. only $10 a pop. Yeah, aren't oxys, Come hit me up if you want something. Aren't, oxy, <laughs> aren't oxys and heroin like uh, pretty, pretty, pretty close. similar? Yeah. Um, heroin and... is also one thing that is like hasn't been tapped too heavily with fat, which is weird. Like, hmm. yeah, right? Isn't that strange? Like fentanyl's in most things that are like pill form. Like Percocet, 
Oxycontin. And the crazy thing is now yeah. is that the whatever the Food Drug Administration, whatever FDA. Yeah, but I don't even think it was the FDA. It was like something like that. They came out and said um, that the cartel was able to make Oxycontin that looked more real than the ones that you get from the pharmacy. How do they look more real? Maybe not look more real, but look the exact same. Like, mm. literally, they have the exact machines, like, the coding on the outside of the pill, so you, the lettering. So if you examine But they the don't pill, put the same shit in there. So if you examine, like, a cartel-made pill in a You cannot tell the difference you unless you test it. Right. Super fucked. I'm just happy, like, I didn't get into harsh drugs. Well, yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. feel bad for people who have bad I, addictions, especially now. I mean, you really can't even trust what you're getting. Yeah, I, I I remember where I where I heard this from. I saw it somewhere online. Um, it damn, I wish I could remember, but it was it was some like family talking about how they lost their daughter. So she like ended up she ended up uh, buying pills online because you can you can get shit oh off my Instagram. God. You now, t- I I've read this story. Yeah, so like God, this was so sad. You just dude. look up like hashtag drugs or something. You can end up on some drug page and like they just. You know, they're posting, like, like, harmless little pics. Yeah, they're just posting, like, harmless little pics of drugs and stuff like that. Just, like, random pills and shit. But then you DM them, and then, you like, some of them, like, use emojis for, like, encrypted communication. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just in the community, like, Reddit, for instance, you're looking up drug Reddit community. You start learning, like, oh, kissing face emoji means Molly or something mm-hmm. like that. Then you can just DM these people emojis and then they can send you some encrypted way of, of giving you a price and you buy it so people are buying you know pills online through instagram and other other social media platforms too that aren't being um monitored uh, monitored yeah and so you don't know what's in them you know they're most likely laced with fentanyl most yeah. likely less like you know oh hey you want you want molly here's, okay, my here's molly but too. it's actually meth. why and so this but anyway this girl um she ended up like getting pills online and she started getting into them she only and took a she, half right yeah she took like a half a pill yep. and it just happened that there her was parents a, found the other half in her drawer yeah there was a fatal dose of fentanyl in it and she died sam my girlfriend she made me watch this fucking video and she like literally forced me to watch it and it was basically like the mom coming home and finding her son was like a sophomore in high school, like cold in his room. Fuck. Just man. lifeless. And it was off of like a stupid little fucking pill, man. Killed him. Mm-hmm. Just fucking killed him. And that shit's so sad to me. Like, I mean, not even being like, man, death is sad. But like, it really is because of the fact that these children, they don't even know what they're playing with. Like, I mean, just thinking about me when I was younger, bro, I would be like, oh, man, I want to try. I want to try this and I want to try that just because of how it was perceived on television, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what's so bad. I'm, that might be the one good side to euphoria, actually, <laughs> <laughs> is that it shows those as bad drugs. Yeah. That might be the one good side to euphoria, now that I think about it. Yeah. I don't think I ever finished that show when we were watching it before. Don't. Whatever. It's fucking <sighs> trash. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I didn't. It wasn't good, in my opinion. I'm yeah. very opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> I was starting to realize that. But yeah, that's the the... One downside, one of the downsides to the the war on drugs and everything like that, if you make it, it's it's just like, like, I don't get, like, it seems like today we are repeating so many fucking mistakes that our society has made in the past. Like, specifically, if you look at Prohibition, whatever, I don't remember exactly <laughs> when that happened with alcohol. So when alcohol was like, okay, Eight. yeah, it wasn't super long ago, right? No, it wasn't, it was like 18... It was like end of the 1800s. It had to been late 1800s. Yeah, it was like at the yeah. end of it. If you want to double check, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I'm about to. But yeah, so um, like Prohibition, for instance, the government made alcohol legal for whatever reason. I don't even remember why, but something happened and they're like, oh, society will be better if we make alcohol legal. So they did. And then that meant that cartels and was it was it, was it Al Capone? 
or am I tripping balls right now? Al Capone. Who who was that like main ringleader for the prohibition? Did a ton of alcohol distribution. I can't remember. He was a big name. It wasn't a. It wasn't. It wasn't cartel. It was a mob. Yeah, some mob guy. Yeah, I can't remember. His I name. think he, I think it was who you're talking. Might have been Al Capone. Yeah, I think it was because anyway. it was like the it was like the Irish and Italian mob who were supplying alcohol. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just gave power also, to the mob because you can't you can't stop people unless you have surveillance. The mob's in, awesome. I don't care who you are. <laughs> unless you have surveillance in everybody's houses, unless you're surveying what's what they're looking at online, unless you have cameras on every fucking road road corner and every every road every, every car cameras everywhere surveillance everywhere, which would be a dystopian. Fu- it would be a totalitarian world but you would have to have that to stop the production of these drugs to stop them from getting out you'd have to have give the government full control over your life so if we're going to live in a free world then there's no way that you're going to be able to block out drugs from being made and distributed in the world so we did that in prohibition we're like oh yeah let's just make it illegal and that'll totally just stop the problem but no what what happened mob game control it got worse people started to get murdered and killed because cartel i'm not gangs and everything like that the mob were fighting for power who's going to control the main uh, alcohol distribution because it's the the same reason that we have gang fights in the hood is because they're fighting over property of drug territory. Exactly. Because you're selling to a whole district, a whole community who is hooked on crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. You are selling to those addicts, and that's how you and your people are making money. But then you have other people coming in trying to sell to them for a lower price. That's yeah. where the conflict starts. It's like, bro, you're coming into my territory. And instead of it being legal where you can also, go. I got, go. The, I got the year. We were a little bit off. Um, mm-hmm. We are actually kind of off. So the 18th Amendment was ratified on um, January 16th, 1919. Damn. And it ended... 1920 so it only lasted a year <laughs> that's way more recent than i thought oh uh, that's crazy but yeah the lesson- oh wait never mind it mm. it lasted okay 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 i'm getting more proper information nationwide it lasted from 1920 to 1933 so that's what? a while 13 years of no alcohol in the united states Holy also shit. did you know that people that's you know how people hit their shots they're like when you go to take a shot yeah. you hit it on the table Cheers to the bartender yeah and you hit it on the table mm. do you know why where that comes from where I'm, hitting no. your shot on the table comes from um prohibition because when you would hit your whiskey on the table if it bubbled you knew it was fake it's like the same way we would test carts in high school where you like tip it upside down <laughs> and you're like ooh, like it moves it seems like it's a little uh, too yeah thick. i'd be like but we'll still hit it but like that's how it was with alcohol they would have mm. to test they would hit it on the table if it bubbles you're like this isn't right yeah there's something wrong in and here that, what you just said about that reminded me so um but so bringing it back a little bit like during prohibition the obvious lesson that we learned was okay we can't control this shit so uh we can't make it we can't stop it being produced and stop it being distributed so um okay let's just make it legal again so that way the government can regulate it we can make sure that safe alcohol is being produced and people are being monitored safely and there's just it's just going about the whole thing way more safe than mm-hmm. making it illegal and giving it power to criminals and mobs and everything and like not that. only that you're giving people the freedom to capitalize off of alcohol and make their own companies mm-hmm. it's cool yeah it's I mean, good it's for the same thing it's the, the same thing country. with weed now that weed's legal in a lot of places look at all these people who are capitalizing off of it and it's starting a lot more jobs mm-hmm. first of all we have grow houses now which causes a lot more jobs we have dispensaries, which is a lot more jobs for mm-hmm. people. We have delivery business, which Whole is a lot more jobs. Industry. Whole new industry. And it's cool because of the fact that there's a lot of independent people, like people I know personally who are starting their own weed brand. Mm-hmm. And they're selling their own gummies and they're doing it through dispensaries. Yeah. It's awesome. It's fucking great. Yeah. And if we're able to do – I mean I'm not saying we should do that with fucking heroin obviously. But I'm just saying maybe if we decriminalize these things, it would make it a lot more safe. Yeah. At least just start decriminalizing everything. Just start there. 
we don't have to worry about legalizing everything at once and causing a major panic amongst the older community. Mm-hmm. Because there's already there's an overdose every what is it like every six hours in um, San Francisco, like every six hours someone dies from an overdose in San Francisco. Damn. That's horrible, that's awful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm. and I mean that's I mean, just overdoses look too. At that's Amsterdam not even diseases. That the are Netherlands being where everything's legal, needles. you can go to, you can go into a like facility and do heroin there controlled, and mm-hmm. then they let you leave. Mm-hmm. But you can't take it and go outside and do it. You have to do it there. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds like a it's good for people system. who are actual addicts and they need their fix. It's I mean, it's a sickness. It's the mm-hmm. same thing with alcohol, dude. If you stop, alcohol is actually the worst drug for you. Like alcohol is a very bad toxin. Do you know when you have a hangover? Um, it's your body actually. Um, what's it called? Oh my gosh. What is it called? Cells are damaged. No, 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 no. Where you're like trying to quit something, but your body. Oh, withdrawal. Yeah. Did you know that uh, a hangover is just alcohol withdrawal? Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Until... That's fast withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know that until we got fucked up off of the tequila, and I was mm. having a bad day the next day. So I was looking up everything about hangovers, just trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Yeah. And it was like the best way to get over hangover is have a couple of drinks because your body is just withdrawn from alcohol because alcohol is a toxin. Right. And I'm like, that is so fucked. Like, alcohol is really the worst drug. I can't think of another, I mean, maybe other than bath salts, but I can't think of another drug that you do where you get to a certain point where a demon takes over your body and you have no idea what happened. <laughs> like, fucking dude. You wake when up you the get, next morning, you cover with scrapes and dude, bruises. Lit- that's what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. when, dude, if you dude, get blackout drunk. Look at this real quick. Oh, you think that's bad? I got, no, I got this last night. Oh, that is We fucked. went drinking with some friends. We were wrestling on the carpet. Let me show you I got this. some crazy rug burn. Let me fucking hurts so this bad. Is, this is from you. <laughs> oh my god I got one over here I had a black eye I got bruises on my ass Both sides of my ass <laughs> One there I got one on the other side too Damn Bro I dude. woke up And I was like Sam I got jumped She's like by who I'm like my friends <laughs> And I was like I think I was like well first of all When I get drunk I like to be beat up For no reason yeah. I just do It's it's, it's so a serious problem I don't know why It's so much fun Well I went up to Joe I'm like Joe Slap the shit out of me He's like no I'm yeah, like that's right. a little fucked I don't know what's going on there Right That doesn't make sense <laughs> So knock me the fuck out <laughs> Fuck my brain up <laughs> Literally bro Make me forget the last Give me Seven a black weeks eye. of my life And I did wake up I had a fucking bruised eye And then underneath my eye Was like the blood vessels Were popped Damn yeah, I mean I looked pretty fucking cool But I yeah, was jo- Joe and I for a bit We like stood right across From each other And so for, I don't know how the fuck it started, but we just started slapping each other. Just like we started light, so Joe would slap me, then yeah, I would slap him a little harder, too. then he would slap me a little harder, and we got pretty fucking hard until we're like, all right, I we think that's stop. what <laughs> fucked up my left side of my face, but I don't know what happened on the right side because I would know Joe was hitting with his right probably hand. Probably just like you probably got slammed on the floor a little harder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That was so much oh, fun. Like God. when I woke up the next morning, got beat the fuck up. Dude, is what yeah, happened? My neck and my shoulder blades were fucked. Like there's my shoulder blades are still a little achy from that night. My forearms are still bruised from grappling. Right yeah. here, I got a big bruise. I have two bruises. I have a bruise here, and I have one on my bicep too. Yeah, but it was fun, man. Yeah, I remember. I woke up the next morning and like, yeah, I was in hella pain. I was hurting so bad. I got no sleep. But I was either. like, went to bed at six a.m. Woke up at bro. fucking. 10? Yeah, I only got about like three, four hours of sleep that night too. But I I remember though, I woke up in the morning and I went and pissed and then I was just, I looked in the mirror and I'm like, wait, I took off my shirt and I'm like, damn, like looking at all of the injuries. But like at the same time, I was like, like, hell yeah. Yeah, it felt (laughs) like a little fight club, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know why getting beat up is so nice. Like, I really don't know what it is. And I told Sam, she was like, no, you have a problem because every time you get drunk, you ask me to punch you in the face as hard as I can. (laughs) 
<laughs> you ask Sam to. <laughs> yeah, because no one else will do it. And then I'm like, Sam, just hit me in the face as hard as you can. She's like, no. And then she'll like little fake slap me. I'm like, oh my god. Just have her like slap you on the chest. Like that won't that won't like knock you out or anything. It'll hurt, but you'll be like physically fine. I, I just don't know. I just need to get hit in the face. I don't know what it is. And it's it's me like either. every alcohol does it to me. It's not just like tequila. It's like every alcohol. I'm like, damn, someone beat me up. Yeah, it's horrible. I love it. It's great. Yeah, I don't. I don't like 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 getting just beat up. No, but like de- but f- getting. Beat I up, had like- you in, a, in the in the one for a minute, and then mm-hmm. you flipped my ass on that floor too fast. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like getting beat up while you're in the process of fighting. That's that yeah. I love, bro. Like yeah, I said, yeah, like yeah. looking at all the injuries. I had this. It's healed a lot, but. I think it's gone, but I had a big bruise like right on my right on my pack, and I was just like, it just felt so good, just like seeing those injuries being like yeah we had a fucking great fight night yeah it was fun man mm-hmm. it was a fun boy boy moment yeah <laughs> it's like like I remember I think we might have talked about this back in one of our older episodes but whatever I don't give a fuck yeah they're all gone now sorry <laughs> <laughs> we just go through phases everybody you know how it is yeah you know but um, we might delete this one fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we gotta stay stylish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if not, just like a it. fucking hobby. This is fun. Yeah, it is. Just on free time, anyway. Yeah, but I remember when I was young, like me and my grandpa would go hunting a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, one of my favorite parts about it was when we were just driving, like the the woods that we went and hunted at. It was like his like cousin's woods or something like that. And every time we went up, we would always just have you know fun ass conversations on the way. He would always like teach me stuff. He'd like point to the field that we were passing. He'd be like. He'd be like, "What's uh, what's planted in there?" And I'd be like, "Uh, alfalfa." He'd be like, "Nope, winter wheat." <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and like I'd be like, "Okay, I'll remember that." Yeah, but he always told me about um, like different fights he got in as a younger, as just as just a young man, like in like sixth grade or something back when he was really young, you know. This one dude like John Boy or whatever, and uh, they were in, they had, they had school together, and some shit went down. I don't know. He said he said Susie looked uh, looked ugly, and my grandpa was into Susie, and they just got into it. <laughs> At that point, he's got to back up Susie now. Yeah, right. So they like he told me they literally did like the cliche. All right, let's meet behind the school afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so they did. He told me they got they got behind the school and they had a slugfest, and like my grandpa, he said he got beat up pretty bad, but he didn't like give up. Mm-hmm. And um, he just looked back on those fights fondly, and I'm like, like when that's we what were my dad was up, too. He got in a lot of fights I'm in high sure. school, a bunch. I'm sure, but like when we were growing up, if we got in fo- a fucking fist fight with a fellow student, too much trouble. Expelled, too maybe even trouble. go to juvie. Um, Crazy one of shit. our. Do you ever remember Bruce? He was a substitute teacher yeah, at Ever. Yeah. Super fucking cool guy. But mm-hmm. he went to school, and he said that when the boys, he went to an all-boys school, when they got in a fight, like, had a disagreement, like an argument, not even a physical altercation, the teacher, the principal, brought them into the basement of the school, and they put on boxing gloves, and they were forced to beat each other up. Holy yeah, shit! That's how they had to settle their differences. That's so cool. Yeah, because they were like a brotherhood. They're like, nah, like, you guys, this is how we are. If you get in a fight, you're going to have to go out, and you're going to have to actually fight it out. And that's just crazy. It teaches you. And I remember my dad when he was sick. He was always like reminiscing about like old stories and shit like that. And he told me about a time they stopped at a red light and they looked over and he saw this dude in the car that him and his cousin didn't like. Like they had beef with him, and they hopped out the car at the red light, parked the car, hopped out, pulled this motherfucker out of his car, beat the shit out of him at the intersection, and then left. God damn. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. He didn't bother us anymore. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I wish. That's so crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. But back then, it was, like, a normal thing. Also, that's why we had beard hair. Did you know that? 
Mm. Scientists think that men developed beard hair because of the fact that it provides cushion in hand-to-hand combat. And then they tested this by dropping um, a weight on, like, a bone. And some of it, and they did, like, sheep's wool. And they did a thin layer, and then a thicker layer, and then a thick layer. And it showed, like, people who have, like, bushier beards, the bone only breaks 45% of the time. But people who have no facial hair, it breaks 95% of the time. Wow. Yeah. So it does provide, like, a lot of compact, like... A cushion, you know, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I never thought about that. Because it was weird. Like, why do we have facial hair? Because everything we have exists for a reason. Eyelashes are to keep things out of your eyes. Eyebrows is to keep, prevent sweat from getting into your eyes. There's always, like, a reason for why we have every single thing on our body. Yeah, so very strange. Yeah, I've always thought... In the muscles behind our ears. I've always thought that why do we... Like, it seems pointless. Why do men grow facial hair? Yeah. What's the point? What's exactly. the evolutionary point to that? Even, mm-hmm. like, the hair on your head. Like, so still, if we like, just what's started, the point? If we just started fighting women... <laughs> it, <laughs> like, grow beards. Yeah, like, only UFC fighters, Give us right? a couple million so years. So we, we have, like... Yeah, we have, like, a, a couple million years of just, <laughs> just breeding UFC fighter <laughs> women. Would their children grow beards? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We should test it out. Yeah. We need volunteers. I mean, that would take a <laughs> long-ass time because it would be like the women that get like punched to the point where they're just like so fucked up that they can't have kids. Because that's like – that's from my understanding like evolution is it's it's environmentally driven. And um, I mean this is just like the leading theory that we have. So who knows? Like we might find some new information later. But the leading theory is that the way animals evolve – like for instance, there was this um, – there was this island of – there was this island – uh, inhabited by birds. I think we learned this. We went over this in high school. Or I oh, I know it. what you're talking about. In yeah. different um, areas of the island, the birds, the same kind of bird. It was like a mockingbird. Yeah, or not a mockingbird, the, a hummingbird or something same, like that. Yeah, the same species of bird ended up being on this island. So it's just this one species of bird on this island. Right, but they evolved then, in like 18 different ways. Yeah, tons of years went by. And so in one portion of the island, they were like... Um, Super long beaks because they couldn't get the nectar from certain exactly. flowers. And then other part of the island, there were like fruits I, readily available. I remember so learning they, about so this Cool. have long it was beaks so interesting. they they developed shorter beaks because they didn't need the long beaks because yeah. they could just get the fruit and seeds easily and the reason was because the birds that are in this area where they need the long beaks to get the nectar so their only food source let's say it probably was different there were probably multiple food sources so the best food source that they had would would be the nectar in those hard to reach places so the birds that end up being born with because you know g- genetic mutations happen all the time random little shifts in the dna where one letter gets replaced with another one and that gives you a different physical characteristic because that's what dna is dna is just the form of letters that make you grow physically the way you are mm-hmm. and so um it would be that a bird happened to be born with a genetic mutation that just happened to give it a slightly longer beak than it's all the other birds. And since this one was able to get the best foods available, it was the healthiest bird. It lived the longest and therefore was able to produce the most amount of offspring compared to the other birds and pass on that gene with a slightly longer beak. Then another genetic mutation happens where this this next kin of bird, the next generation of bird, has a slightly longer beak than its predecessors and therefore is able to reach even more harder to reach nectar, have mm-hmm. more food, and have more kids. I, I want to so, say that they were hummingbirds too. It might have been. I feel like they were. I'm not sure, but it might have been. They were so cool. I, I love mm-hmm. learning about this. Yeah, so it's super interest, interesting because it's the g- random genetic mutations that make an animal more uh, more suitable for the environment that it lives in, allows it to produce more offspring, and and uh, that carry its physical characteristics of having that physical characteristic that makes it suitable for that environment, pass it on, and then as that goes on, 
these new birds that are born with the beneficial characteristic are able to produce more children and pass that on. So it's super interesting that genetic mutation just happens to make an animal more suitable for the environment that it lives in. Give it a couple hundred thousand years, a couple million years, and then they have super vastly different characteristics than any any other similar animal. That reminds me too. So humans, we evolved um, to become weaker because we faced less challenging obstacles um, after we became comfortable with houses, machinery, things Mm -hmm. that did the hard work for us. Now... They're saying that, like, over time, we're starting to go back to having more thick bones, having, like, denser bodies, um, better muscular structure because of the fact that so many people are into lifting now, which is Mm. giving them the resistance of, like, our ancestors. You have to work hard. You have to work hard this many times a week. Like, they're going and they're putting in the work. And they're saying, like, because of this huge uprise in, like, gym and, like, the amount of people who want to work out, Mm -hmm. it's causing basically us to get stronger instead of weaker how we were proceeding down this road of like weak little skinny as tall you know that just used, me you know yeah so. that just used technology <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah because they just you know if you don't have to use if you don't have to have an extremely strong and durable body is because technology suits That's you, you can what's still scary have about Neuralink, man is because of the fact that i mean i'm gonna get it but the thing is is that it could <laughs> over time if everyone starts getting Neuralink, we won't have to do so many things that it'll shut off like our brain will evolve to not have to work as hard so like let's say maybe not even that let's say we have oh like a hundred thousand let's just say we have let's say we have 500 generations of people who all had Neuralink. the next child could be born because of the fact that all these people used this for um their brain and like it provided them in like all these different ways of helping them which is stupid shit because they said like Neuralink could literally do math for you like you can literally look at a problem and solve it Mm -hmm. that could cause children to be born with dysfunctioning brains and that's crazy to think about I think I think the reason it would happen would be like if you have a person born today and they're just stupid as shit they don't know how to do good math they don't have good communication you just name them Kyle (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and give them a monster if, you got, if your name's Kyle out there, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Um, but um, uh, if you have a kid that's born today and they're really fucking stupid, they don't know how to do math, they don't have good communication skills, the likelihood that they'll find a mate and have a ton of kids is pretty low. Yeah. And so if you have Neuralink, though, if you have somebody that's born pretty stupid, you put in this chip, it makes them through the use of technology, able to perform better and therefore attract a mate, they still pat the genes don't change with this. No, it doesn't change at all. So the genes still are stupid genes. So they get passed on the next kid. It's basically like a tattoo. Like your tattoo is not going to pass on to your children. You know what I mean? Exactly. Even if it looks cool, you know? Exactly. And so in order for this kid born from the stupid person that got this technology that made him appear more smarter, you get this kid that's born stupid. In order for that kid to function, he will have to get the fucking chip. Hmm. That's fucking weird, yeah. dude. Oh. It's crazy to think about. And that takes oh, away man. freedom, man. Yeah, it does, but I'm excited, so <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking terrified. I'm just of it. yeah, it is kind of scary, but I think it'll be okay. I'm just excited to see where everything goes. The world's such a mess right now, honestly. There's so many things to focus on like when it comes to like here's what's corrupt in our government uh, everything, by the way, in case you didn't know. But it's like insider trading, all these um all of these people in D.C. voting themselves back into power, raising their pay, 
every year, raising mm-hmm. their pay, quarterly actually raising their pay, constantly keeping themselves in their own job just so they can fuck us over. And it's just like there's so many little aspects of that like to look at right now. So I just want to end this off. Like if you think about like right now, if you just get on your phone, it's like what's going on with China? What's going on with Russia? This is what's going on in Ukraine. Also, you should be worried about the economy. Gas prices are rising. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Bro, everyone needs to just chill out. Like, I know everything seems so stressful right now. And I know a lot of kids are feeling that. Even if you don't realize that, like, even if you're really not paying as much attention to these things, it's still affecting you in a way that you wouldn't even realize. I'm not even saying, like, even if you're not paying attention to, like, voting on bills. And then you're like, oh, why is this expensive now? Or, you know, like, oh, why is my school district price raised? I'm saying, like... It has an emotional drain on you because of the people who carry this energy with them. And it's like if you are able to just cut that out day to day, I just strongly advise you to. Like don't even – as much as it sounds dumb like telling people not to worry or not look into things, at this point there's no stopping the path we're going down. And you should really just leave these things like – especially when it comes to like nuclear energy to the people who are actually trying to make a change. So don't get yourself involved in something. And worry about something and get emotionally invested if you're not able to make an actual change, you know? And I feel like that's what's really important now. Because a lot of people get so emotionally invested in, like, things that they have no power over. And it has such a drain on them where it's like, man, why is this happening? It's okay, but I know it's happening and it sucks, but this is out of your control and you cannot do anything about it. So don't even fucking worry about it and Mm -hmm. just look forward, you know? Yeah. So... And I yeah. think with one of the concerns being um, that people are just becoming worse, people are becoming meaner, people are becoming less socialized. Well, I mean, that's also more narcissistic and self- selfish. Yeah, but I think I think one thing is if you're always online and you're always reading about shit and you're always watching videos about how people are it just makes you so hateful. Yeah, it makes you hateful. It makes it fucks with you too. It's so just I like think- when people are going around kicking cats, bro. For, yeah. like, fun, bro, that shit just made me angry at the world. Like, I looked at people like, man, that motherfucker probably kicks cats. Like, yeah, right? Like, it was literally, like, I I was pissed at, like, everyone just because, right? of, like, I was forced to see this shit. And it, one thing that really pisses me off is when people just point out issues and then they don't provide a fucking solution. They're just like, yeah, this this is the It's thing like the that people that hit sucks. you up and be like, this is what's happening in my life and it's just so hard. And you're like, well, what helped me when I, because it was like, oh, I feel like I, I had the same issue. This is what mm-hmm. helped me. And then they take none of your advice. It's yeah. like, stop coming to me with your problems then, bitch. Like, if you're really not going to do anything to make your life better or fix your problems, then don't come to me with it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just so frustrating. Yeah, and But I, I think everyone should just, like, really just try to be positive right now. Like, there's so many cool things that you can just focus on other than the stupid economic status of our country and what's going on with Russia and Ukraine and why are we sending over so much money to Ukraine. And it's true. Like, we literally did send over. We've sent um, more money to Ukraine than we've spent on i think right now it's about like 30 to 40 billion yeah oh oh, also did you see that the pentagon um they they failed their audit for the fifth year in a row like over 100 billion dollars were missing or something no not over 100 billion they accounted for 7.2 trillion that was only 39 percent of what was accounted so it was over seven trillion dollars that they didn't know they didn't know where it went where was where'd this money go they were like we have no idea it's like how they they'll write off like um new chairs for the for the whole office and then it's like 5.3 trillion it's like wait how what chairs are you buying are they made of gold like it's so crazy but it's like those are the things that like it's like wow this is so fucked up why is our country doing this i cannot do anything about that me personally and i know a lot of people like well if we come together there are people doing that 
but it's not your job to worry about it if you're not one of those people in that group. If you do want to be one of those people, then you can go be one of those people. You can. You can go but get yeah. yourself. If you really want to get involved in local government, you can do that, and mm-hmm. you can go make change. But if you're not willing to do that, then stop getting yourself worked up and worried about it because yeah. there's a lot of other things going on that are not a waste of time that you can invest your time mm-hmm. into. And I think a huge thing that is – because I know it's at least been fucking with me – so um, since I'm a person, I'm assuming there's probably some other people that feel the same way. Um, one of the biggest things that's been fucking with me is just the feel, the feeling that people are getting worse and worse in general. They're becoming worse, more narcissistic, more selfish, more they don't lacking of empathy and understanding for other people. And that's been really fucking with me. And I think what one of the solutions is and that I'm, I'm doing right now um, is, OK, what if you keep taking in information online about how bad people are then you're just going to get more and more pissed off and angry but if you want to stop that if you want to make people better then be better mm-hmm. the way to be better is to just get off tech and, and trust and just trust your human instincts and your human that. nature because your human instincts and your human nature naturally without any outside force coming in to fuck with you it is a good thing People naturally are good. So if you cut out technology, like I, I, I'm not getting on my PC anymore unless I'm writing. And I deleted YouTube off my phone. Smart. And I'm getting rid of all my social media too. I'm going to be mm-hmm. getting rid of Snapchat too. So I'm just going to be texting. Um, if you just do that, that way your technology, the way that you use it is only when you need to use it for something that you need to do to make your life better. Such right. as writing or doing a hobby or something like that. That will make you better and in turn – people will be happier, people you interact with, you will have better interactions with them, and it will just improve humankind in general. Yeah, you know? and it's it's also be be a leader in people who see you. So, and, and I mean that by, like, I have a lot of compliments from people who are especially older than me that are like, wow, you're really respectful for someone your age. And it's just because of the fact that I have conversation with people. It's just like the bartender last night. Like, I was just actively having a conversation. Right. I was invested in what they were saying. They were invested in what I was saying. And they would, like, kind of stop them for a second and put them back. They're like, oh, like, I didn't think people like you even cared about socializing. Yeah. And it's like, that's what's important is, like, be a leading factor for other people, especially when I'm out with my nephews or anything. I mean, I'm not a great influence because I swear horribly. I drink, you know, I vape. I'm, it's not – I'm not the be-all whatever, but at least they see me how I communicate with strangers, how I communicate someone when I go through the drive through I'm like, oh, thank you so much. You have a great day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like little things really boost people's day. So I think everyone should just I, – I agree. Get off technology and be nice to each other. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all I really have. I think this is – this has been a fun first episode back. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy that we decided to hop back on on this. Yeah, um, I hope everyone else has – like enjoys you know um i don't even think i'm gonna start the instagram back up really i don't know i might in the future but i just want to pop this out there and just see how it goes you know mm-hmm. just have a little bit of fun i don't want to overstress ourselves over anything like we did but i'm really happy that we did this it's been fun man so much fun yeah so much fun it's great yeah but shout out to everyone who listened. Um, tune in again. We're going to be posting another episode. We will. Even if we say, even, even though last time we said we were going to and then we stopped, <laughs> yeah. we promise we will. This time, this time's definitely different. It is. Like like we said before, we, we didn't really go too much in depth with it, but we've both grown and changed a lot and our priorities in life have 
started to started to you know your prior, priorities are never straight priorities in life always change but they yeah. started to chill out and we've both been starting focus to on... focus on our main priorities what we want to do with ourselves in life right and so that that means we're able to handle this and come at this podcast from a really good set angle mm-hmm. so i definitely think we're going to be doing a fuck ton more episodes if nothing just because it's fun when we get down like i love this yeah you love this. i love it's it so it's much great. fun yeah it's fun just talking about i mean we talk about this shit anyway when we hang out so might as well just record it so exactly. other people can tune in when they want to exactly so yeah and i mean if we do end up ever stopping like that's something that we we'll talk about and say but mm-hmm. i don't see it stopping I mean, yeah i don't either i love this dude yeah this is great man i love you too this has been fun i love you man love you too this is great all right well thanks uh for listening everybody yeah y'all you have guys, a good one yeah have a great rest of your day evening morning whatever the fuck yeah tune in next time yeah deuces